0: Hi, this is Phil DeBella, and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. Today, I want to talk about what makes people unsuccessful. So you've heard it. Normally, we talk about why people are successful. Now I want to touch on things that I've noticed that make people unsuccessful. Now, let me start that all of this is going to revolve around a concept of emotional intelligence. So the next seven things I'm going to cover will all branch into one thing called emotional intelligence at the end and I'll tie it back together. So number one, and in no particular order, I find that people are very unsuccessful when they're overconfident. There is no worse thing than overconfidence being driven into cockiness. Whilst being rest assured is important, being too confident causes major errors in judgment, and that's what I found. People that keep telling themselves they're going to be the best, they are the best, we are the best, I am the best, are the ones that use or fall into the concept of um, having bad judgment. And to me, it's always about being productively paranoid, something that Jim Collins talks about, productive paranoia. To me, somebody that is productively paranoid is never going to be overconfident and therefore will not, or will have less chance of uh, major errors in judgment, which can affect all of us in business. The key to being productively paranoid and constantly aware of learning and moving forward, is in believing in yourself and your ability without the need to feel that you have to share that with everybody. So one of the habits I find of people that are very unsuccessful is overconfidence. The next one is people use ownership as power. They think because they own something that they are powerful. They believe that because they own it, they have to have all the answers. To me, great people and great leaders and great owners allow people in the team to take ownership and the moment that people feel like they have ownership over something they give you their best they perform the best that they can be i don't like the words it's my company you will do it my way i am the boss you will listen to me to me people overuse the concept of ownership as power and the moment you do this you are on track to being unsuccessful the next one is that you think you have all the answers The moment you think you have all the answers or you're the smartest person in the room, there's a problem. Success often gets touted personally whilst failure is blamed on someone else. Have we ever heard that? Everyone wants to take the glory but pass on the blame to everyone else when something goes wrong. To me, you win as a team and you lose as a team. The best leaders celebrate the people within their team. They celebrate success. They put people on a pedestal. They lift them up. And when things are going bad, they bend down and they drag them out of the mud. You win as a team, you lose as a team you don't believe that you always have the answers. Number four, the refusal to learn. Now I'm a big believer in mindset as I often talk about and I find that the refusal to learn concept is where people have a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. In order to evolve, in order to be better today than what you are yesterday, to be better tomorrow than today, then you need to be in growth mindset. The only way you will be in growth mindset is when you constantly want to learn and I find that unsuccessful people have a refusal to learn. They believe there is nothing left for them to learn. The moment they go into that space, there's issues. Which normally flows into the next one, my way or the highway. I find that people that have been unsuccessful often talk about my way or the highway. This doesn't breed loyalty from within your people, and nor will it get people to perform at their best. Everybody wants to feel part of a team, no matter how small or how big. Everybody's innate want and desire is to feel part of a team, to feel you know, a sense of notoriety of some sort. The moment you talk about it's my way or the highway or no way, then you are segregating this. And this is where people tend to switch off. Six, and I've been guilty of this at times, is the concept of full steam ahead. Go, go, go. However, I talk about now, and one of the lessons I learned in business is ensuring that the back end of operations meets the front end of operations. The example I often use is, is the restaurant where you might have two chefs in the kitchen, but you have five waiters taking 100 orders at once. The two chefs can't keep up with what's happening at the front. Or vice versa, you have five chefs in the kitchen, but one person taking orders. They can't take the orders quick enough for the chefs. You need to make sure that you're moving at the right pace for the right time for the right organization. You need to make sure that it's not full steam ahead, that you're not looking behind you and nobody's there. And the last one is all about stardom-focused the people that are all about being the stars. They want to be the superstars. Now, remember, we all love a bit of recognition and we all love a little bit of public image, some more than others. However, when this becomes your sole purpose, when this becomes the focus, then trouble brews. To me, we've had a lot of media attention over the years. And at times, someone might say, well, that's being very, you know, show pony. But my intent has always been that it's not about me, it's about the company. And I've always made sure we position myself and the media as best we can to get the best out of the business. It's not being the Phil Debella show, which is something I talk to my team about. It's about Debella Coffee, to which I'm one part of that, and so is everybody else. Now, when you look at those seven things I've just covered, overconfidence, ownership is power, believe that you have all the answers, refusal to learn, my way or no way, full steam ahead, and start and focus they're all traits of unsuccessful people. But they're also all traits of people with a very low level of emotional intelligence. And when I talk about, and I've done a segment on emotional intelligence, we talk about being conscious, we talk about motivation, context, empathy, the four things that make up emotional intelligence. You find that people that just show those those traits of unsuccessful behaviors are those that have a low emotional intelligence. So the challenge to you is, But if you find that you have one or two or hopefully you don't, but many of those traits, to be more conscious, to work on your emotional intelligence, to tackle each one individually, sit down with a pen and paper and write it down and then write down next to it what you are doing and would like to change. Because the great thing about emotional intelligence is that it can change day to day. You can grow your emotional intelligence just as it can go backwards if you don't work on it. So if you find yourself saying, hey, I am a bit overconfident at times, or hey, I do have that attitude of ownership as power, you can change. Like I said, myself, the trait there that I at times, um, well, that I did um, embark on that I had to really, really pull back because it could be detrimental was full steam ahead. So that was the one that I was constantly um, guilty of, is that I would go, 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 and the front end couldn't meet the back end or the back end couldn't meet the front end. So I, too, myself have been there. I've displayed traits of unsuccessful people. The worst thing we can do is not assess ourselves, see where we need to get better, and then embark on the journey to get better. So sit down with a pen and paper, go through those seven things that I've outlined. And of course, there'll be others for other people and people who have different explain. But what you want to sit down and say is, am I displaying any forms of this behavior? Right? Do you as a leader encourage his or her people to speak up when they disagree? Or do you put them down when they're not being with the program? Do you want them to always say yes? Are they never rewarded? Do you let people have their say? Do you encourage people to make mistakes, not knowing mistakes, but pushing hard enough that they feel comfortable to make a mistake? Are new projects collaborative? When a new challenge arises, does the leader ask whether people's opinions matter or don't matter? Are there clear rules around how you operate within your business, how you communicate? These are all different things that you should be looking at in your business, in yourself, or in your workplace, and then mapping out to see where those traits are visible and how they can change. But the key will revolve around emotional intelligence. Until next time, be the best you can be. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB.